Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and you can reach us through our website at yieldtothekingministry.org. Well, welcome to today's episode entitled Ash Wednesday, A Day of Repentance. And I want to say how pleased and happy I am to be back on the air. I took a a little uh, hiatus in January, had a some health issues and uh, ended up taking some time off. And so I'm back and I am just delighted to be talking about Ash Wednesday. So I want to read the promotional material, of course, to lay the foundation. Ash Wednesday, also known as Day of Ashes, is February 22nd, 2023. So that's tomorrow. This day is a holy day of prayer and fasting. Christians confess their sins and profess their devotion to God. Most Christians will attend a church service where a minister, pastor, priest, or other ordained clergy will place ashes on the forehead of the worshiper in the shape of the cross. The ashes mean, the ashes remind us that we are dust and to dust we shall return. This ceremony means that we belong to Christ. So Ash Wednesday, a day of repentance. I remember the first time I attended an Ash Wednesday church service. I was going to a a local neighborhood Lutheran church within walking distance of the townhouse where I was living. And I didn't have a vehicle at the time, so walking distance was good. And this is what I remember. I remember walking into the church building, and it is absolutely quiet and very solemn. I felt the heaviness that I didn't understand. You see, I'd come from Protestant Christian denominations that didn't recognize Ash Wednesday, let alone practice its traditions. At the Lutheran Church, I was also introduced to the church calendar and its various seasons. And, of course, I celebrated Resurrection Day, or Easter as some may refer to it, but for me, Ash Wednesday was unheard of. Today, I know Ash Wednesday falls on the first day of Lent and is observed by Catholics in, in the Roman Rite, Lutherans, Moravians, Anglicans, Methodists, and Nazarenes, uh, as well as by some churches in the Reformed traditions. Significantly, we understand the biblical truths around Ash Wednesday and the importance being the start of the 40-day Lenten season. Lent is a 40-day, and that's excluding the Sundays, that lasts for 40 days. The name Lent is derived from an old English word meaning lengthen, 
During Lent, Christians remember the events leading up to and including the death of Jesus Christ. The very foundation of Christianity is based on the life of Jesus Christ, his person, and his teachings. Well, I'm not going to teach about Lent today, but I'm only going to reference it or have referenced it to lay the foundation for me to be able to speak about Ash Wednesday. So what is Ash Wednesday for some who may not know, like I didn't know 20 years, 30 years ago? So Ash Wednesday is a solemn reminder of human mortality and the need for reconciliation with God. The need for reconciliation with God. Many Christians Christians observe a period of fasting, repentance, moderation, self-denial, and spiritual discipline. It marks the beginning of the penitential Lenten season and is commonly observed with ashes and fasting. So Ash Wednesday beckons the call to repent and believe in the gospel and to remember we are dust and to dust we shall return. So during the worship service, ordained clergy place ashes in the symbol of the cross on the forehead of the worshiper. So the clergy will put a, a, either the forefinger or the thumb in a bowl of ashes and just mark on the forehead the sign of the cross. And this is meant to show that a person belongs to Christ. The ashes represent a person's grief and mourning for their sins. The same sin that we believe Jesus Christ gave his life for when he died on the cross. So here's a scripture, a couple of scriptures that I want to present to you. Genesis chapter 3, verse 19. This is the New International Version. And it reads, by the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you will return. Ashes represents repentance, self-abhorrence, and mourning in the Bible. Remember when Job learned uh, his children were destroyed? His friends went to him to mourn with him and to comfort him. In Job chapter 1, verse 12, it says, They raised their eyes from afar and did not recognize him. They lifted their voices and wept. And each one tore his robe and sprinkled dust on his head toward heaven. During biblical times, they wore sackcloth and ashes to publicly express or show sorrow or regret for having done something wrong. Sackcloth and ashes. And then in Hebrew, in the New Testament, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 13, the New International Version, it reads, the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer sprinkled on those who are ceremonially unclean, sanctify them so that they are outwardly clean. And then in Psalm 103, verses 13 through 14, New International Version, it reads, As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him, 
for he knows how we are formed and remembers that we are dust. So what is the significance of Ash Wednesday to worshipers? Believers know this is not the only time we mourn or grieve over our sins. In fact, we should be mournful and have a godly sorrow about our sins because we know uh, in Psalm 51, it is against thee and thee alone. And David was talking about God that we sin. Yes, others are involved. Some and some others are sometimes the wrath of our sin. But ultimately, it is against God that we have sinned. So we grieve all the time. We should have a godly sorrow. But Ash Wednesday to the worshiper is a time that we mourn and grieve over our sins. The significance is that we are reminded of our sins and the need for reconciliation with God. If you go back to the original sin of uh, Adam and Eve, then and, and, and God's whole plan of salvation being we were separated from God because of our sin and then the whole reconciliation that happens back to God because of the person and the work of Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and his resurrection. So with Ash Wednesday being the first day of the Lenten season, we should enter the season of Lent with a repentant heart, a changed heart, and a turning away from our sin. So let's take a look at what the word repent means. So we've heard it, we've practiced it, we've, we think we know it, but I just want to bring it to our attention again. The Hebrew word is teshuvah, ta, teshuvah, if I said that correctly, and translates as repentance. The teshuvah is a lot more than a feeling of guilt or regret or being sorry. It derives from the verb to return, to return. Teshuvah takes a completely different focus. Instead of being simply a state of mind, it's a decision. We are deciding to turn away from where we were headed and to move back toward God. Teshuvah. So repent means to rearrange our entire way of thinking, feeling, and being to forsake that which is wrong. And that takes a change of heart and a continuous decision. We can thank God that we are a work in progress. So let me share with you a few scriptures about repentance. And this is not an exhaustive study, and you can do your own research. But in Acts chapter 3, verse 19, this is the New King James Version. It reads, repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. And then in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, New King James Version, it says, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And then in Second Chronicles, and chapter 7 and verse 14, New King James Version, it reads, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my faith, and turn from their wicked ways, 
Then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. So the new convert who has come to know Jesus Christ and the pardon of their sin is repenting from living a life not dedicated to God, but self-absorbed. They come to know Jesus Christ. Sometimes they're referred to as a new convert, but they've been converted by the work of the Holy Spirit. By They've confessed, they believe in their heart, confessed with their mouth, and the work of the Holy Spirit, they've been converted from a sinner to a saint. And there's a, there's a repentance that occurs. They're turning away from their old way of life And because of the transformation that's going to occur and the sanctification that's going to occur over time, they are now going in a direction that God wants them to go into. God doesn't want any to perish. We've read that in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9. The Lord is not flat concerning his promise, as some would count slackness, but in law is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. In the Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, that is a scripture spoken to believers. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. So the significance of Ash Wednesday is we get to reflect. We get to refocus, recalibrate, reset. We get to focus over the next 40 days minus Sundays and figure out what it is that God is asking us to do with our lives. And it's an opportunity for us to turn from our wicked ways. And then we get to just rejoice over the fact that God is our God of salvation. So in conclusion, let us anticipate Ash Wednesday with a sense of personal revival, a time of focus on reflection, repentance, and waiting. As we anticipate Lent, but see the opportunity to reflect and repent and remember what comes at the end of Lent. Jesus was tried, sentenced to death, executed, and on Easter Sunday, Resurrection Day, he rose again. This is our time to remember how God suffered, offered, excuse me, a way of salvation so we will experience life in its perfection as we pass from this earth. And with that, may God bless you, keep you, and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks. God bless you.